You're listening to part two of Sci-Fi Saturday's Bartow with special guests Sean Sardinsky and Lois Lane. Sci-Fi Saturday's Bartow. Leave it alone. Before we go into the JJ, I would like to do a disclaimer. Sure. Um, turn your uh, podcast... What? How do you listen to these things? Turn your internets off cause if you hate J.J. Abrams because it's going to get nasty up in here. Yeah. That's all I can tell you. It's going to so, get real. Yep. No. It's going to get leave real up in here. Leave it on. No, leave well, it on. Well, my, I guess my question before we get into his, his uh, work with Star Trek is what do you think of him as a director? Do you not like him as a director? Did you not see Cloverfield? I love Cloverfield. It was excellent. Boy, I guess Look, I shouldn't have shot off with that one off written, the first bat. Written, <laughs> written by the amazing Drew Goddard, who is a phenomenal writer. Let um, me rewind Johnny's question. Is there anything, Abrams, you did enjoy? That's a Before better Star question. Trek showed up. That's a better question. anything Abrams ever did that you I liked, liked Lost. See, I did too. I liked Lost a lot. Um, No. Okay. Well, let, let's let's well, throw out movies. Five. Me and you are on the same page so because let, I liked Lost. Let's and throw out movies me. for people that are listening because we can't bump. assume everyone knows who J.J. Abrams is. Although yeah. they should now with Star Wars coming out. Um, <laughs> but then we'll get into that. Change all that for you. Yeah. Well, we'll we'll get to that in a second. But <laughs> but uh, you know he did he did Cloverfield obviously did. Uh, in tandem with Drew Drew Goddard, uh, who's also director and writer. Um, he also did um, was it Super Eight? Super Eight, yes. Which was like a modern day Goonies. I uh, I I enjoyed it. it was, I will punch it was you fun. in the throat right now. Do not yeah, say that's I'm, a modern I'm day. I'm ready Goonies. to walk out it's right like, now. Right, so. It's fine. <laughs> it's like Goonies meets ET. It's 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 good. It's it's serviceable. Uh, it's a seven out of ten. I don't even know you. Visuals anymore. are great. Super <laughs> eight camera. Man? Super eight <laughs> camera. You should do you know, with with the film and everything. Right. R- really old school. Kind of like his attention to detail there. Uh, Mission Impossible three. With, what, what he did with what he had to work with, I thought was great because he didn't write it, so I thought he right. was fine. Uh, you know, Philip Seymour Hoffman, rest in peace. He was phenomenal in that. Um, I will give you, you that. Know, Mission so, like, Impossible three was really he was great good. in that, but it's I an mean, action movie. I mean, you know, I, I just think the guy's solid. You're not making War and Peace. I think the guy's so. solid. I don't know. I I think the guy's never really made a bad film. I think he's solid. That's just I I trust him. So that's why I trust him with Star Wars. But oh, you his, mean the win- the lens flare awakening. <laughs> It's lens flare. The lens flare awakening. Uh, I know I'm the I am the um, um, the minority in this group, but I, I liked Star Trek 2009. I enjoyed it. It's not a Star Trek movie. It, it's like a Star Wars movie, but I, I will I give liked you it. that. I like it if you just take it as an action movie. Like it's this good. is just an action. But movie. I like how they okay, branched not it, a Star branched Trek it in its own universe. Like like with the whole uh, space time continuum and everything changed. Like only thing, the main thing I didn't like about Star Trek 2009, I didn't care about Eric Bana. I felt like his character was really whiny. Yes, but um, I felt like the way it looked. I mean, visually, the special effects were phenomenal. Like I, the way the the ship looked was awesome. I loved. I actually like Chris Pine. I think he's excellent. I think he's great too, and I loved yeah. his dad and Chips. Too, he's so. he's awesome. You know so. that, right? Oh yeah, <laughs> yep. I knew the old school stuff there. I mean, I felt like. I, I love the cast. I thought they got people that looked like the original people. You know, I I don't know. I, I Zoe Saldana playing Uhura. I thought she was excellent. I mean, there was a know. lot of good in it. I think the thing where it really lost me is when it started a new timeline. Right. Because I was like, shit. There's no way now they're never they will never go back to the old timeline stuff because he's I like now that, made a new timeline. I like it. I don't because it's like you've Nimoy taken gave all silver, the stuff silver, we cared about and we Nimoy, you just shit on Nimoy it. Nimoy gave his seal of approval for for the Abrams script. He read it before it was put out and he said, "This is good. I like it. I, I you should do it." Of course he would because he's, he's, in in Nimoy he's getting a paycheck. Money. Yeah. He's in it. it. Okay. But I but I like the fact yeah, that exactly. you don't, he's getting a paycheck. He's like, but Kirk did call up. You didn't see William Shatner go. Hey, you know what? This is a hell of script you got there, AJ, with your lens flare. And uh, thank God you made Thor my father. Like, no, he didn't say that. You wonder why? Because he didn't get a paycheck. He's going to be in the it. third he just one. Rumored him AJ. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> rumored uh, Shatner's going to be in number three. So. Well, I heard that, but he said if he doesn't get a substantial he's not directing role, the third one. He's out. He's yeah. not directing the third one. No. So JJ is not. No. 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 I was talking uh, about Shatner. I have to, yeah. I have to agree with you, Johnny. Yeah. Uh, okay. On one point, with the new. J.J. Abrams, Star Trek. It was good. It was aggressive. It was yeah. action-packed. <clears throat> it's for the new generation that's coming up. Yeah. Our children, our grandchildren will have something to hang on to because they're not going to yeah. want to watch what was built back in the 60s 
with no action. Yeah. And on a totally unrelated uh, um, subject, do you have an extra bedroom here? My wife can stay here with you. <laughs> well, no, I don't know what's happened to her, but... <laughs> well, no, I agree with that because you've got to make it more action-packed for these I young ADHD I kids that are on Adderall <laughs> and everything's fast, fast, fast. they got to have but it now. They've got to have it now, mm-hmm. and I get that, but the problem is... For me, I love Star Wars because it was action. It was a space yes. opera. Mm-hmm. But I like Star Trek because it was a story. And it told morality tales. Like we were saying earlier in the show, it was a yeah, thought-provoking. It was a thought-provoking. There was provoking. nothing thought-provoking no. about the J.J. movie. Either one of them. The only thing that provoked the thought the... for me was the green girl or the that rat, showed up. Or the wrath of ripoff. <laughs> Oh, yeah. the you're talking about the in Star Trek Into Darkness? No, no, or? no. I'm talking about in the first Star Trek, J.J. Abrams, where uh, Kirk went to Ahura's uh, bedroom but didn't know it was Ahura's bedroom. And there was and an Orion the, slave girl where they yeah, hadn't yeah, even yeah. met the Orion yeah, 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 yeah. in that timeline. That okay, was the only I'm thing that, sure. that thought of, well, got a thought I, out of me in the whole okay, damn movie. If we're was, if if we're gonna if we're gonna go on the uh, what's that word? Fanboy talk yeah. because that's what it is. Like you, yeah. you're, you, you love what you love, right? You, yes, yeah. you love what yeah. you love. Yes, yeah. like I'm a fanboy. Yeah. Like I love what I love. Yeah. Uh, but that's the thing is with with next year with uh the J.J. Abrams uh, yeah. movies, like it, it, you, you, you got to wonder like who's he trying to appeal to? Like like you were asking earlier, yeah. Lois. You're like, all right, so you got the new fans coming up, people that are the old fans. Like, that's what a problem I had with Into Darkness, the second one. Like, I mm-hmm. like the movie, but the whole... Coverbotch is awesome. He's a great actor. He's got an awesome voice, and he's very charismatic. I agree. Uh, very enigmatic. I, I love... talking about Cucumber Patch? Yeah, Cucumber yeah. Patch. There you go. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but the whole thing, making him con, that was not needed. He could just been an awesome villain yes. as it is. So that made me go, why is that he throwing... the whole thing that pissed me off about that was the whole he's not con he's not con he's not con for like nine months he's like he's not con he's not con and then who the fuck is he he's fucking con we knew I'm that con. yeah well i don't th- i don't know why it was needed because if you're trying to hit a new fan base why bring in something yeah. the old people you know older fans like you know like like the older stuff i just felt he like he just said old people yeah he i know he's talking about us <laughs> older people let me ask you this question i know we're jumping off of 2009 going and I, and into darkness now and i like your point of that but why would they go and try to redo Wrath of Khan and not do Space Seed, where they first meet Khan? Yeah. yeah, it wasn't too much of an action pack of an original Star Trek episode. Watch it, ladies and gentlemen. It's an awesome episode. Yeah. But it's just, you know, I agree with that. But there, you kind of needed that backstory to make Wrath of Khan Wrath of Khan. Correct. If you hadn't seen, literally, I, that's probably one of three original Trek episodes I'd seen. Mm-hmm. Because my uncle at the time, who was a Star Trek fan, was right. like... Hey, before we go see this, you need to watch this. Correct. So I watched the episode, and then we went and sure. saw it. You have so, to see it yeah. all ties together. But and I'm going to go and agree with you, Johnny. And I'm going on the on the intranets with you guys with this. And don't hold this against me. They did good. They they the the characters, the actors they picked did did very well. Yeah. The whole backstory of why Bones is called Bones because his yeah. wife left Carl Urban, everything but my of, bones. He's a great guy. Of everybody. Oh, Carl stud. Urban nailed yeah. uh, Leonard McCoy. Like, yeah. he nailed that character yeah. all the way down to the mannerisms. He's the hardest working man in movies and he's a, he, yes, he is he the is. most underappreciated yeah. guy. The dude's been in Lord of the Rings. The dude's been in everything. Every You're like, oh, wait. He's Dread, all, he was in that show well, yeah. that just got canceled, Almost Human, which was amazing. He's, was a always, good show. he's always that guy. Like, oh, I know that guy. But who oh, the hell wait. is he? I know that yeah. guy. Yeah. He's in everything you He's want. in everything you love, but you don't talk about him. You know, and that, that's the thing. Carl Urban, I mean, Born Supremacy, yeah. he was in that. And people were, oh, that's right. He was the villain of Born Supremacy. Mm-hmm. I forgot all about that. He's kind of like, like your buddy, what is his name? The Lord of the Bee movies? Oh, Winecoop. Joel D. Winecoop. Yeah, right. he's going to be <laughs> yes. at Sci-Fi Saturdays. He is. Yeah. He is. If you've never seen a Joel D. Winecoop movie, look him up on the internet and find uh, Bad Cop No Donut. That is my favorite movie that that man He is kind of so. like the Carl Urban, if you will, of B-movies. Yes. Joel Winecoop's t-shirt, which I have. Yeah. I paid 20 bucks for it. Thank you, Joel. I appreciate that. Um, he, he's a good friend. <laughs> I talked to him right before I come to see you guys tonight. It says... Uh, um, Give it to Winecoop. He can play any part. That's what his T-shirt says. And you're right about that. Thank yeah. you for the bridge on that, yeah, too. You're awesome. welcome. Good bridge there. i got to mention Joel because yeah. he is a... He's a good dude. And he's a yes, funny, funny hilarious. cat, Hilarious. He is in your face. He is... He, you, uh, Robin Williams. Ro- Robin he's, Williams, he's right. Robin Williams of action movies, Absolutely. if you will. But going back to the characters from the Star Trek, uh, they had a lot of good parts, or pe- people that they picked for the parts. Um, hated the lady they had playing Uhura. 
not hate her really, but I didn't yeah. think she didn't do good Uhura. The whole storyline yeah. was Spock and um, her, her with the love affair yeah, thing. That didn't mesh with me at all. It, I was like, no, sir. But it's for the new yeah. generation of right. what we're yeah. living in right. today's society. Right. Yeah. You can't go with, oh, I, I didn't like it. It's interracial. But if you think back to the original Star Trek, the first interracial kiss on television I was five on that one, Kirk rather. and Uhura. And Uhura. Yep. yep. It was, and you know, and again, everything bridges yeah. back it was, to Kevin Bacon. It does. You know, so. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. But, uh, you know, I have some really good friends, Brian and Amy, you'll get to meet them. They do Mako photography. They're going to be at Sci-Fi Saturdays. And, Mako Photo Lab. I'm sorry, Mako Photo, Photo Lab. I want to make sure they're Brian and Amy um, Little. Um, they are huge J.J. Star Trek um, fans, and uh, I... I for so long had 2009 in my outdoor DVD player, watching it on our front porch, totally drunk off my ass most of the time, to wrap my mind around this movie because when we went to see it on opening night, I had Lois with me on one side. My ex-wife, which I'm still friends with, Sally, was on the other side of me. We're all wearing our little Star Trek garb. When they blew up the planet Vulcan, I got up and walked out on the movie. It took... Wow. They were like, no, we paid good money for this ticket. Yeah, no shit. We paid, you know, we paid like, we got a second mortgage so the three of us could go to the movies. God damn it, you're watching the rest of it. And you got popcorn, for God's (laughs) sakes. We could have snuck it in our pocketbooks. If y'all, when you see Lois, her pocketbook is like huge. It's like, it's like Ruth Buzzy has a brick in it. Boy, there's you in old school when you look up on (laughs) the Google it. Google it. But I, you know, I've watched it, and, then, and my friends, Brian and me, they'll come over like, "If you hate it so bad, why are you constantly why is watching it?" Still it? in your DVD. I mean, it, for months yeah. it was in there, and I'm like, "I'm trying to, I'm trying, I'm trying, I'm trying." And I have my friends that I mentioned earlier, Paul Frensley, which I worked with with Volcon for 20 years, and Brian Young, who's the biggest Star Trek fan I've ever known. I mentioned yeah. them earlier. Ever, he hated the movies, and he loves all Star Trek. Um, and he's just like, Duh-duh. and my friend Paul is a nitpicker. He's one of those detail guys. He goes, even if you took the Star Trek out of it, it was a terrible movie. And if you break it down and look at it that way, he has a lot of good points. I don't want to get into that story with, with you guys. You'll have to talk to him when you meet him at Sci-Fi Saturdays. Hopefully we can have him on the yep. podcast and yep. he can tell that story. Yes. That'd be a great and, thing. And, and yeah. so it's really good. I mean, even down to the uniforms and like how, you know, how do you have uh, this, uh, you're after Khan in the into darkness yeah. and you're desperately to get him to save um Kirk who's died not Man. spoiler alert sorry when you got 72 other guys frozen in a tube back you're just going to get blood from one of those guys to raise the dead you know again watch the movie yeah. i don't want to trash the guy um jj abrams has been a huge star trek fan when he was Growing up, just like yeah. we were yeah. in the seventies and all, he always wanted to do Star Star Wars. They handed him Star Trek, and he says, "Eh, I'll do it for the money." And he tried to make the Star Wars reboot or Star Trek reboots more Star Wars than Star Trek. Well, the other thing I, I will say in his defense is because we only know what we see on the screen, right? How much of that was studio notes? How much was that the studio like, oh, you got to make this more action-packed? No, no, no. Right, Take out right. the morality tales. Or Take out the, yeah, like we need a big summer, big budget movie, Ball blockbuster. Stuff. You know, how much of that was their fingers in it than his? So I, I try to give them the benefit well, of the doubt. I try. Let's, let's, I'm gonna, this is going to be really like non-sugarcoating right here. Okay. Let's be honest. Yeah. I cannot show my son the first Star Trek movie. He'll fall asleep. Let's be honest. That it's oh, a great movie. Star we Trek love the motion it. Picture. The original. We love it. But you cannot show the new audience, the new generation, the first well, movie. Also, no, you can't. Like five. But no. So. But but what I'm saying is, I, I can't. <laughs> but, yeah, I can't show him that older, movie when he gets because old the first enough. thirty yeah. minutes is it's a snore slow. Fest. Yeah. And I mean, yeah. we like it. We appreciate it. Uh, but you can't show the new generation of kids that for you can't. No. But and I Abrams don't disagree with that. Abrams at all. couldn't make that re- like all right. Well, let's let, make it just like the original. And they couldn't do it. So that's the thing you have. I was I I argue that when you make a reboot, a reimagining, whatever you want to call it, like you, you've got to have fan service in there. You don't have to, but it's not appreciated yeah, it, to have yeah. fan service in there. But you also got to have to hit like like uh, Lois said earlier. You have to hit that new audience. You right, got to hit yeah. the people like. If they made it just like the original, where it's that slow moving, well, I, like I, I don't think it, 
it needed to be just like the original because I'll agree out of out of all the original Trek films, the, the first is probably one of my least favorites. But you need the morality tales because it, th- there was a difference between Star Wars and Star Trek. Star Wars was about the action and the effects and the big explosions. Star Trek was the stories. Yes, and. There is no story in that first one. I mean, it's. I dis. I disagree. I disagree with you. It's. It's. It's the. It's. Uh, you could put a religious rap on Star Trek: The Motion Snore, as a lot of the fans call it. You know, it was a coming back home, finding your creator. What is this? All that I am. Do you know the backstory on Viger? the Voyager probe that from the movie? It was always hinted by Gene Roddenberry that. Voyager fell into the Borg homeworld, and it was actually the first Borg ship of that time era. That's interesting. It is, and you have to read a lot of insight. The Star Trek Encyclopedia, if you ever get a chance to pick it up, it's got all... That's I what have all, yeah. That's what all the writers are... That's their Bible right. for right. Star Trek. Yeah. And I, writing a Star Trek novel, I found this out over the years. There's a lot of good inside stuff, but it was boring. It was yeah. made to be dramatic. Yeah. Um, it was uh, actually going to be the pilot to Star Trek Two, Phase Two, Phase Two, Star yeah. Trek Phase Two is what they were calling it. Mm-hmm. Um, again, we can go into a whole bunch of detail, which I don't want to bore the audience with. But uh, you're right; it was yeah. boring. I wouldn't, I would not agree at showing to your son at his age and all that. But you listen as much as you appreciate music, mm-hmm. like you'd said, the music was oh phenomenal. Jerry Goldsmith. Phenomenal. Jerry Goldsmith yeah. is it's That's one of his best. I mean, one of his best scores he's ever written. When you put the DVD in, and I don't know if you guys or Blu-ray or whatever, the first uh, eight minutes is just the love scene from Star Trek: uh, The Motion Picture, and it's beautiful. And that's all. And then all of a sudden, yeah. here's the Paramount logo. Throw it up on there. Um, we just went through a round of watching it over and over and over because, again, you know, I wanted to appreciate it as a movie, and I always have. Yes, I was disappointed in a lot of yeah. changes. I didn't like the new uniforms that they went into and all that. Then, as I started watching your JJ tricks, I don't say your JJ tricks, yeah. but the new JJ <laughs> uh, uh, versions of uh, mm-hmm. what he, how he ruined Star Trek, but. Um, mm-hmm. I started appreciating a little bit of things there because, you know, a lot of people, my Star Trek friends would come to me and said, well, what do you think? And I said, well, what did you think? And they go, well, if you can nitpick every Star Trek movie if you want to. You can nitpick Wrath of Khan till you die. You can nitpick uh, Voyage Home, which we're showing at Sci-Fi Saturdays. Saturdays. You can't wait. On the awesome. two-foot stall. No, a two-story. Two two tall. Two-foot would only be this no. big. <laughs> the two-story tall movie wall. Sorry. We showed Wrath of Khan at our first one this past. Yeah, uh, that, uh, and I and, missed that, and I'm very, very sorry for that because everybody said it was phenomenal. Well, see a, and at the end of the movie, yeah. everybody rose up off nice. the Nice. When, when they were nice. doing the, the shooting him out, the yeah. photon torpedo tube, uh-huh. it was awesome. To see a grown man cry, there was a lot in Bartow that night. When it, Which but, you got to understand, Bartow is hardcore. Watching grown men cry is not something that happens. That's right. Like, and, they do it twice in their life, when their child's born and yep. when th- their pappy dies, and that is it. Exactly. And it was, a, it was a phenomenal thing. But, you know, you can nitpick even you can. Uh, the voyage home, like, you know? Yeah, like we said earlier, we have, there's that, I have that nitpick guide to Next Generation. Like, you can really, you can find faults in anything if sure. you look hard enough, you know? I do agree with that. Yeah. I... You know, and as I've watched them over and over again, I've done it with Into Darkness. You know, there are a lot of... It's Star Trek. And my friends will tell me, it's keeping the franchise alive. Which, you've got to say something for. There's there's a big thing to be said to keep the name alive. But I have friends that say, let it die. Let them die. Well, my only retort to that is, let it die, because in 10 years, they'll think, hey, there's some name value in this, and they may bring it back as a TV show, because I'd much rather see it come back as a TV show than come back as a movie. Have you guys looked into the internet, uh, the fan films are doing? The, the uh, They are phenomenal. Oh my God, and they're phenomenal. The old school fans like me and yeah. others are gravitating towards those more than they are the J.J. Star yeah. Trek versions because well, it's more what we were used to in the old age. You well, know, it's fan so. service, literally fan service. Yes. And, and so, like, you, you look at, 
I argue, and this might be a huge taboo. I argue Star Trek: First Contact is the best Star Trek movie ever made. I'll give you. Uh, I'll give it's you, phenomenal. Uh, I'll give you my. That's my second favorite. It's Star phenomenal. Trek it, out of Wrath of Khan. I. I number one. I agree. Yes. Uh, Wrath mm-hmm. of Khan. Actually, I think my son should start with Wrath of Khan first, and then go back. Like I think I feel like I'll put him with Wrath of Khan. Like when he's older, obviously, you know, and, and be like, all right, so Wrath of Khan, check that out. Then go to the first one so you can see where it, I always tell people to appreciate what came before it, no matter yeah, what it and is. And that is important. No you matter have to what. watch Wrath of Khan, Search for Spock, Voyage Home all in a row. Get okay, him through those three back. and then go okay. back. Okay. That's what I would suggest because yeah. all three of those are episodic. And what was the. Yeah. Right okay, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. They watch and then go, yeah, search mm-hmm. stock. There you go. Mm-hmm. Then go back, yeah. But I, I think First Contact is not just a good Star Trek movie; it is a good movie. Like, it is I, a really period. good movie. It, it, period. It yeah. is. It. I mean, what? It's I got everything in it from it, horror it, story to you know thought provoking time travel. Talks about racism. I mean, just discrimination. Everything. Yeah. everything. It, it's phenomenal. Like I, that's the movie I go back to when I tell people, you know, all right, you you don't want to watch the first Star Trek movie. Check out First Contact. Do whatever you want with that, because that's the, that that was the generation era, whatever. Yeah. Um, and I, you know, for people in that generation, and I go, right, well, go back to Wrath of Khan, you know, and then that, then you can get your face favorite of each generation, you know. Uh, and then of course the other generation movies were, but uh, the First Contact. Oh, I don't know. If generations I'd go that far. was generations was like an extended episode of Next Generation. That's why I always oh, felt right. like generation. It was an episode, a television episode. And that's what it felt like yeah. to me. Mm-hmm. I was like, in dated to tiny little life form. Well, I'm like, dude, come I, on. I will say this, this just because that was the first ever Star Trek movie and I Shatner got to see in the theater. Right. Shatner was so in it. So for right? me, that was a so. big experience. It's like, oh my God, this is the first time I've seen an actual Star Trek movie in a movie theater. Well, that's why like so. our generation, we were, not to jump on the Star Wars because I guess it relates to Abrams, but like I, I felt like, you know, other than the special editions, that was the first time I ever got to see Star Wars in theaters. The, yeah. Was the, spe- the special editions? Yeah. Wow. Because I mean, uh, I was I was at one year. I was a year old when Next Generation or when Return of the Jedi came out, and right. my parents went. I, I don't remember it, but they they were there in the. How audience. old were you? I was a year old in eighty three. Yeah. Wow. So yeah, Deuce and I are both <laughs> yeah. thirty two, right? Which I'll, I'll, well actually leads me into another story, which is funny because when the special editions were out, that's the first time I'd ever seen Star Wars in the theater. I got to see the first one. And then, what was it, every three months they dropped the next one? Because it was, they dropped New Hope, then three months later they dropped Return of the Jedi, then three months later. All right, Empire Strikes Back. Empire Strikes Back. Which is the best movie ever made, period. Empire Strikes Back. Best movie ever made. I agree. Yeah. Because Johnny knows me from high school and knows that I'm dumb as a box of rocks, I failed my report card. So I was not able to see Empire Strikes Back in the theater or Return of the Jedi. So to this day, and I told my mom when she said, no, you cannot go. I said, I'm going to tell you right now, this will never be released again in a movie theater. And I'm going to remember this for the rest of my life. So are you sure this decision you want to make? She's like, yes. To this day, I still remember that I was never able to see Empire Strikes Back or Return of the Jedi in theater. And they're not going which, to be. No, as ever, far as I know. ever again, I will so. never be able to see them in a theater. Long, long time ago <laughs> in a movie theater called the Grove Park Cinema, which was in Lakeland. Yeah, I know exactly where you're talking about. I sat in the aisle with my good friend from high school because there was no seats left to wow. watch Return of the Jedi. Wow. And it was absolutely phenomenal. I don't know. Know how the sure. fire marshal didn't get us out of there, but it was the, <laughs> in it the was good old bad. days yeah. when you could still smoke in a movie theater. Oh know? my god, so, I remember that. But uh, my and let's just bridge off since we're talking about this because you want to know funny yeah. stories. Yeah, I'm gonna tell you a funny quick story about the very first Star Wars movie. What was the what was the uh, the, re, the with the Phantom Menace? Or Phantom Menace. Yeah, Phantom Menace. When it came out that weekend, my wife was working at a very popular restaurant in Lakeland. I'm not plugging on the show, but it was a hamburger restaurant on Cumbie Road. And um, <laughs> she, her family owns it. It's, oh, no. it's SNL hamburger. Okay. They have a really good hamburger. My wife invented that hamburger, by the way. Nope. Um, so uh, me and my good friend that we've seen Return yeah. of the Jedi that I was talking to you with, which we talked about earlier yeah. in a, another conversation yeah. outside, um, we went to pick her up, and uh, uh, their friend Mike came with us. And um, we, I had a remember the old uh, when the when do you guys remember what TG and Y was? It was like or Grants, what, or, Grants or anything. Oh, it was like no, before was, Walmart. That was the it was before Walmart. Before I'm sorry, Walmart. audience, we are old. <laughs> no, it's all right. Well, I so remember I'm like from Walmart, basically. Well, 
uh, give or take, or more yeah, like, like a Walgreens, yeah, like Eckerd's. It was okay, a lot Walmart's. like Walmart without okay. the really weird slug zombie people that are in there with their pajama pants okay. on. Okay, okay so okay. I had the Darth Vader helmet that came out, the plastic one that fit over the whole face, not the one that had the voice thing that's come out recently. Yeah. This is old school Star Wars yeah. toys and things. I had that. My friend uh, that was a little bit bigger had that. We had fake lightsabers. I had a the cloak, a, a cloak yeah. like a, 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 a Jedi, and we had a little uh, Yoda puppet you put your hand nice. up in. Nice. And we went and picked Lori up at her, or Lois up at her restaurant, and I come flying out of the van, and we had a big sword fight and everything, and we went and picked her up and took her and went and seen Phantom Menace. It was the funniest. That's awesome. That's, my, was, star, that's awesome. my Star Wars thing. Awesome. So yeah. I put the Leia wig on. Nice. Yeah, nice. you know, we did, we did all, ne- you know, we did all like anti stuff. Which and, then was you were, the movie. and then you were very disappointed after you saw the movie, right? Yes. So was I. Who, uh, who wasn't? Well, here's the thing. That, see, uh, Satan. <laughs> uh, well, here's here's my thing. I, I, I would say, and obviously, the, the, as passionate as you are about Star Trek, mm-hmm. I, Star Trek is in my world, it's in my bubble, but Star Wars is higher. Like, the way you are with Star Trek, I am with Star Wars. Obviously, this yes. is just 1% of what's unboxed. In I'm very world. impressed by what you have so, here. Uh, but I love Star Wars. I've... It's I'm I'll get tattoos of it like you have with Star Trek, um, but I, I for, talk you out of it unless he talks me out of it. You're not to get a tramp stamp. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. That's I don't true. call him Uncle Grady because he's my uncle. So. <laughs> exactly. So. Uh, when they made these mo- new movies, they got rid of the expanded universe, which that's for another the, thing. Yes. They, they took the axe yeah, of yeah. all the books, which it, it go back to my reading when I was in middle school. I started collecting the new Star Wars books, and I had every one. And up until, and thank God I was smart enough, four years before the new movie was released, I sold them all on eBay and made a fuck ton. But, um... Good for, good for you. Thank you. Um, you can't do that with new Star Trek memorabilia, by the yeah. way, not to jump back. Yeah, that, but, yeah, uh, ain't, ain't that's happening. A dead, that's a dead... You know, to find out a, a, a something I went to find out... I'll get back to your story, yeah. but it just reminded me of something no, else. No, go right to, ahead, To brother. search down a action figure from Next Generation is like... Oh my god! I got the Deanna Troy with yeah. the purple dress instead of the yeah. pink one. Now you go to the flea market and they're a buck, right? You know. But anyway, you're right. But yeah. So one of my favorite books is, is there was one, and I want to say it was Tales of the Bounty Hunters, and I could be wrong with that. But the long and the short version of it, the whole story is about Boba Boba Fett has gotten out of the Sarlacc pit. He's gotten all of his energy back. He's gotten all of his armor back, and he is going after Han Solo hardcore. They have finally gotten on this planet, and long story short, they're chasing after each other, chasing after each other, chasing after each other. Finally, they get in this back alley. They're both face-to-face like me and you are. Han Solo's got his pistol to Boba Fett's head. Boba Fett's got his pistol to Han Solo's head, and it's a standoff. It's like, okay, we're it's on right now. And if I remember correctly, it was Han Solo who said to him, he said, let's do like when we were young, and let's... Let loose the hand we have and let's loose the dogs of war. And that's it. It ends right there. You don't know if that's Han awesome. Solo blew off Boba Fett's head, if Boba Fett blew off Han Solo's head. Basically, it was a Mexican standoff, and Han Solo said, all right, let's just pull the triggers to see who, so, who's still so, standing. So it was another who shot first situation. Yeah, basically, yeah. with Han Solo in that situation? Yeah, he right. always gets in that who I, shot well, first that's the situation. Thing, that's another topic altogether, how, how Lucas went and, and started touching his old movies. Uh, like, re, you know, re, you know, I get it. There, yeah. He did things on a short budget back when he did the uh, first movie, and there's always things that nitpicked him. I get it. Like the the blue, there was a purple light that was coming underneath the land speeder when he drove by the original is in the, in the original cut. It always irked him. I get it as a director. You see that more than right. everyone else does. I understand that, but he didn't realize at the time he was going to create such a lore like he did, like uh, yeah. you know, like with Star Trek. There's two lores. These huge franchises. People love that they they shape who they become. Like you know, like I don't know. Like I, I'm the same way. Like I said, I'm the same with Star Wars and like you are with Star Trek, and I love yeah. Star Trek too, but for different reasons. I, I because I do agree with you guys; they're both different to me. They feel different; like they don't look the same, they don't feel the same. They have different arcs, they have different character developments. Even the characters are different. Like right. I, I feel like they're totally two separate entities, and that's where they should be treated. So, so people out there, there's but people they're online, different for different but, people. But which I do is agree nice. the out the the backlash of all right. Well, Abrams is touching both franchises now, and he might yeah. try to influence one another way right but we'll, we'll, we'll see i mean it's 
We'll see. I mean, December 2015, we you know, we haven't It's not a year that far from, away. It's not that far away. They already finished principal. They just yeah. finished up principal photography now, and so they're just going into the editing room now and getting the score. John Williams is God hopefully he's able to finish cuz that dude's 88 <laughs> years old. I'm I'm not joking. That dude yeah. I mean, he's the old school composer because yeah. a lot of new composers now they'll they'll just start writing score like pieces of music ahead of time and just get they get small pieces i heard they're gonna get uh danny elfman to do the score for the new star wars movies where'd everybody go who's danny elfman? hey it's the oh who's danny elfman <laughs> are you kidding me do you, you don't know? I know who he is. I'm a film scorer yeah, uh, expert. I know, I know that. You... Oingo Boingo. Do you remember Oingo yeah. Boingo's lead yeah. singer? Yeah. Well, I love Oingo we Boingo. Science. Yeah. 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 Oingo Boingo. Yep. He's a composer. So, okay. He's he... done Men in Black's theme okay, song. Okay. All you have okay. to do, all you have to say was he composed 90% of a Tim Burton's films. That's, yes. That's how you do it. Big term. Okay. Sorry. So, uh, Edward Hand, Beetlejuice. Like yeah. The look from Johnny when yeah. I said that was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I'm a, I'm a I'm a huge he, he, I'm a film score music, expert. That's like, the man right there. A film like, score he, expert. He, I know yeah. him all. So I, I just know. stepped yeah. over your shit, is what yeah. you're saying, right? Yeah. Well, well, Michael Giacchino, who's worked with Abrams before in the past, uh, who won a score, he won an Oscar uh, for his music for the for the Pixar movie Up, uh, phenomenal movie. Yes, uh, but he he's always I, I was like, all right, well, Abrams usually works with Giacchino. Are they going to get Williams, who's 88? You know, he's not. He's like 85. I was right. joking, but right. I mean, the dude does it differently because Abra- um, uh, Williams waits till the film is completed and then scores the entire film, which is really hard to do now with everyone's different budgets and different times and scheduling. Mm-hmm. I usually, think it's the best way to do it. it, it you get the best way because he, he'll like with Jerry Goldsmith. He they Jerry Goldsmith is also from the same era. They would they would do certain cues to different movements. Like you yes. don't see that anymore. Like no. Kirk will throw something out. The music will go with his arm movement. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it's awesome, but you don't get to see that anymore because a lot of times uh, composers will get they'll just like, all right, this is what this is a feeling I want for this scene. This is how long I need it. You don't get to see the film. You don't get to see the scene. But this is what I'm trying to describe to you. And they're all the way in their studio back in London or they wherever. Cared. And they don't now. Any, it's anymore. tough, you know. Yeah. But uh, Giacchino is a really good composer because he 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 modeled after Jerry Goldsmith and and everyone like that and Williams and whatnot. And so like he was always like. The backup guy. I hate to say that, but he's probably going to be on as a consultant, you know, whatever. But like, Michael Giacchino is going to be like, if something happens to Williams, which I'll cry that day. Uh, I, I, who doesn't know Williams? I think even you if you're not own a, almost all of his scores. I, I own seventy five percent. Some are not yeah. in print anymore. Like nineteen forty one is not in print anymore. Um, you know, some of his older stuff is not in yeah. print anymore. But, but you like, own I, a lot. I lo- own a lot. I have a whole like box full of like two boxes full of Williams scores uh, on CD and vinyl and stuff like that. But uh, I love John Williams. He's excellent. But we'll see where episode seven goes. Yeah. You know. Um, well, you know that I know Star Wars is coming out. The new Star Wars movies come out next year. But next year's the 50th anniversary of Star Trek. It's true. That's going to be huge. They're bringing and out they're the third hoping movie. the third movie's going to come mm-hmm. out in time. They've, which... done, they've been filming that as well, right. too. I'm trying to confirm a few things. But uh, I'm... Scared that they're going to try to out one up each other is what I'm worried about because you know yeah. you've seen it happen before. Mm-hmm. Hey, let's yeah. put this out right at Christmas time. Yeah. I, what Star Trek movie premiered on Christmas a uh, Christmas Day? It was one. It was one of the generation films. It was, and I want to say it was. I want to say it was First Contact. No, it was. Um, or was it Insurrection? Insurrection. Yeah, yeah, it was and Insurrection. It, and it tanked right in the. Yeah, Insurrection was. What was the one? Well, I always get them confused because those, those, the two other Star Trek movie, the Next Generation movies, that just were not very good. Uh, it was Insurrection. What was the fourth one? I forget the fourth one. No one remembers the fourth one. Um, Do you remember? Um, gosh, I don't even remember. And I'm, I'm, I'm see, dying it's, here. it's, it's the thing is, and then that's how you know the movie's not good if you can't even remember the title of the movie. You know, and it's it had the people that uh, had the faces. You got no, stretched. that's Insurrection. That's Insurrection. Which oh, you're talking three. about you're talking, talking about, about the uh, fourth with the Romulan. Um, yeah, that was the one where the Romulan kid, which actually turned I out to be family famous. Um, I don't know. Gosh I, darn it! 
It actually wasn't that bad. The problem bad. is first the contact. The movie itself wasn't that bad. First contact And that was, one, I think, came out at Christmas time, too, because I remember seeing it when it was yeah. cold, and I was well, like... Mm. my problem is first contact was so... I set the bar so high that oh, I was just yeah. like, nothing else really. You can't even touch that, so I was just like... But I was, I was like, it was so weird because I felt super experimental, and there was a, and I can't believe some of the stuff made the writing room. There was a scene yeah. where they're talking... Uh, D- uh, Deanna and um, Beverly are talking about their boobs, and they're yep. like, "That was insurrection." Oh, yeah. yeah, they're like, "Oh, are they getting firm? Are yours getting firm? I don't know. What can you?" Say? And I'm like, "Dude, what the heck? This I don't. This doesn't oh, need to be in a you, movie. You, you what wanna, the heck? You want to add something to that story? As a youth group field trip, we went to <laughs> see that movie, and yeah. So afterwards, we're having the discussion about the movie at Denny's, and I'm like, yeah, by the way, that scene was a little weird. Are you th- it was. I was like, oh, we don't need to talk about that right now. Let's talk about Jesus. <laughs> it's killing me, and I'm looking up on my phone right now, and I can't, I'm, I'm embarrassed that I cannot remember the name of that movie. Nemesis. 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 I yeah. don't remember Nemesis very and the, well. And the, so. the lead actor on that, the one that played the clone of Picard, actually became somebody that was worth a damn actor-wise. But... Yeah, he was in something else, and I can't yeah. remember what it was. Um, you know, Ron Perlman was in that movie. Yeah. yeah. You know, he Which played, I uh, love Ron Perlman for Sons of Anarchy. Real, I'm a huge Sons of really Anarchy Really shitty fan. part for yeah. him in that, you know, yeah. after having Hellboy and all that, yeah. you know. So he played Shinzon's... Uh, it's like boy. second in command yeah. or something. Yeah. Thug, basically. Yeah, so thug. he was a reman. He kind of was a yeah. bad kind of a guy. But well, I mean, and I, I always felt like you know Ron Perlman's kind of always been typecast as that weird looking kind. Yeah, R- really weird. You know, you even look at like Pacific Rim. He's kind of like that weird kind of like dude and and whatnot. But like he's always been kind of typecast as that character. Like no one really takes him seriously. Like they want to see him. They, like they think he's a good actor, but they don't take him as like a dramatic role. Mm-hmm. Like he, I will say that. But that is anybody who's not a Sons of fan. Uh, excuse me, a Sons of Anarchy fan. I have if, never seen Sons of Anarchy. If you I have watch either. Sons of Anarchy, it's good. It's not good. It's phenomenal. Um, but <laughs> if you watch him in that, you're like, this guy deserves an Emmy. This guy, wow, my God, he's so good. Like, oh, I mean, cool. he's phenomenal in that show. And well, you see him, yeah, because you look at him and he. When you look at him, okay, yeah, he does kind of look like a thug, but man, he has so much depth in that show. Deuce. I mean, it's so so good. You know what else is going to be phenomenal? Sci-Fi what? Saturday's Barco. <laughs> yes, it is February twenty-first. I've yeah. heard about this. This what yeah, is, tell man. us more, Sean. Um, my dream uh, after I got out of the convention circuit was to someday be involved more with a science fiction convention. Um, and I'm going to go in a little bit of a history real quick. Um, I was on uh, the Facebook, as us older people call it, um, and I'm a member of um, a lot of the organizations that's in our small town of Bartow, and someone had posted a, hey, what can we do to downtown Bartow to bring more people in? Yeah. So I got on there, and um, I said, hey, let's have a Star Trek convention in Bartow. Um, at the time, I didn't realize the lady that I was talking to, who is now a very super good friend of mine, Trish Pfeiffer, she is one of the uh, Bartow County Commissioners now, um, was in charge of the Main Street uh, re- yeah. rehabilitation. Yeah. And uh, she said, okay, good, you're doing it. And next thing I know, I'm start, uh, a Sci-Fi Saturdays 1 appeared last uh, May. Yeah. Huge success. Um, it was a crowning moment. There was a moment where I stood in front of uh, 3,000 people and had tears in my eyes because I've recognized my dream. Um, It snowballed and become bigger. Uh, The second one's going to be February the 21st. I know we've joked about it, but it's a free event. There's other cons that come around that charge this, that, and the other. Um, And they're great. I'm not knocking anything, but this is free. Um, We are looking for vendors and sponsors. That's how we're kind of making a little bit of money. And all the money that's raised goes to building our Main Street area back up. There's a lot of great restaurants in Bartow on Main Street. They actually close part of Main Street down for this event. Yeah. But let me tell you guys something. It's not on the poster. I brought you the poster and everything. I'm putting together an iconic television car show for Sci-Fi Saturdays. No shit. I'm having... I already have a General Lee coming from the Dukes of Hazzard. Nice. I've got a Herbie. We are getting our picture taken in front of that. Yes. For real. And the guy's a friend of mine. He could probably let you drive it. Nice. So, yeah. Holy 
or yeah. sit in it. Uh, the sit in it. Richie will be cool with it. I got a Herbie the Love bug. Yeah. Nice. I have uh, a Jeep from Agents of Shield. Um, wow. And I've got a DeLorean. It's not a souped-up time machine yeah. one, but uh, I'm actually DJing because I do that on the side. A car show on Saturday in Barton. I'm going to be recruiting some people. Um, we're going to have two Doctor Who TARDISes. We had one last year. It was actually built in Bartow. Wow. Nice. Um, drew a lot of attention. Um, I have another gentleman that's bringing a Cylon Raider from the original Battlestar Galactica. Nice. Um, he has a Cylon cl- club called the Imperial Cylon something. The names leave me, and I'm sorry, Eugene, if you're listening to this. But uh, Eugene Haggerty is my contact there. Um, you mentioned Claire Davis. She's going to be there. I'm really reaching out to any cosplayers that are listening to the show. I know there are some. Um, come. Come to our event. We're going to treat you like kings and queens. Well, not only that, tell them how they can reach you, Sean. What's the best way? If you're a cosplayer out there, you're listening to this because we know we've sure. got some fans that are cosplayers. What's the best way for them to get Facebook, a hold of you? Facebook me. Go to Sci-Fi Saturdays Barto. That's S-Y-F-Y, like the television network. Yes, yeah, exactly. And uh, Saturdays Barto. You can become a friend with me or you can go to Sci-Fi Saturdays Main Street Barto and yeah. like us as well. I put information on both of the pages. <laughs> You do. Do you got an email address where they can hit you up? Barto, as in the town, B A R T O W one seven zero one at Verizon dot net. Perfect. So that'd be a great, me. great way to do it. And if you're looking, trust me. There's. I, I cannot say enough about Sean. Uh, how much I love this guy. He he got on with us from the jump. He yep. was sponsored he was number one. Yep. I see Not, a good thing when I run across. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, right? Which we appreciate. But I mean, he was sponsor number one. He was on the bandwagon. He jumped on from the jump street and if you want somebody to take your cosplay or whatever you're doing to the next level he's the guy that you want to be on board with and he's the guy that you want to help you and i think especially with cosplayers out there because there there is the cosplay community has exploded it's got oh, so yeah. big oh, yeah. it's huge now yep. i mean look it's like sci-fi saturday's barto the yep. sci-fi channel itself has a tv show now called Heroes of Cosplay. Yep. Because it is so, so big. So if you're a cosplayer out there, he's the guy you need to get a hold of. And right. it'll be nice. And I think we're even going to cosplay. I think even your wife has talked about cosplay. Yeah, I think my wife's going to cosplay too. So it's going to be a lot, a lot of fun. I'm going to have a place where they can change. It has a yeah. bathroom and all the oh, air conditioning. Nice. Yeah. There's going to be bottled water available for them that nice. I'm donating. Yeah. Because nice. I know how hot it gets. No. Something trust else me. I got. You were talking about Star Wars. I got the 501st Star Wars Club that's, coming as that's well. That's legit, so, folks. Very, very so if you don't know what that. the 501st is, it is a club group slash community. But they they take their uh, their armor and gear like it has to be to code. Like yeah. You can't just wear something you get at Kmart. Like it's no, got to no. be specifically 501st approved. Yeah. And like they do marches and they do walks and they go to yes. events. And they and do conventions. a lot of good things. They do. Make a they wish. do. They do. Yes. It's it's they do amazing. Like, they make, they the don't community. make any money. No, they don't. Not at all. It's awesome. And that's why they're helping us because yeah. our thing's kind of a charity thing. That's a kind of a nonprofit right. thing, you know. And we had to actually not just fill out forms and resumes. To get them on board with us, but we had to pass the test. Yes, yeah, it's a it's a whole thing. They just don't come to any event, right? No, I'm reaching out to any of the other clubs. We have the USS Haven out of Orlando, which is a huge Star Trek club. Yeah, they're bringing a lot. uh, 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 Dennis and Norm, uh, Denise and Norm from uh, those guys are helped me with the first Sci-Fi Saturdays. They were great. I'm reaching out to the Ghostbusters clubs. If you guys have any contacts with the Ghostbusters from Tampa, and there's one in uh, Orlando no, as well, yeah. and, and Daytona Beach, yeah. I want the Ghostbusters. We are um, celebrating time travel with this event. We did we celebrated Star Trek. And, Last year. This year's time travel with time Doctor travel. Who and also the Star Trek for the Voyage yeah, Home. We're doing the time, time travel, travel. It, on, yeah. the, on the wall. It's a family event. There's going to be food, fun, Music all day, trivia contest. I have uh, Game Master Nick is going to be there. I've worked for him for years. He does a Jeopardy game. Yeah, a that looks like a lot, a lot of fun. It's, I'm it's looking nice. forward to do that. We should do a celebrity maybe for uh, for one episode. Do a celebrity show with him and do have some of us like Claire That'd be and fun. all of us up there. 
to do Jeopardy or Wheel of That'd Fortune. Be awesome. Look That'd up, be awesome. look up Briar Mitchell, Briar Lee Mitchell. Um, she is coming. She has written many science fiction novels. One of them that she's going to be promoting at the show is called Big Ass Shark, which looks awesome. By the way, and that book looks actually get I, it on Amazon. I'm not a reader, but I actually kind of want to read this because it looks good. The basic of the story is is a, a young lady runs into a still alive megalodon yeah. and she thinks it's a great white shark but it's actually a megalodon from prehistoric times aka the big ass shark the big ass shark yeah. um she's gonna be there signing copies of her book we're gonna have joel d Winecoop, the king of king b of movies, movies. Yeah. he's gonna be there as well um claire davis of course the yeah. wonder woman i have we're working on a few things that i can't discuss because of uh contract things but uh, there's gonna be possibly some other stars there as well um, I I could name all day. It's uh, Doctor Who lookalike contest. Yeah, nice. Come there, yep. costume contest. Oh, which actually leads me to another question. Yes. Uh, are you going to try and do some Doctor Who episodes up on the big wall too? Because are you going to show stuff on the wall all day or not so much? No, or? only in the evening. Cause only of the sun the, because yeah, right, yeah. because you can't really see it because if it's light, then I will, I'm gonna let you in a little secret. Um, Ooh, I, a little I have insider. A, yeah, a little insider here. I have a really good friend which owns one of the said Tardises that yeah. are going to be at our show, and uh, he's working on a fan, fan film with it right now. He's actually nice. shipping it to Orlando this weekend to do some filming. He has promised me a trailer to show before Star Trek IV for nice. fan film, nice. and uh, it's called The Iconic Time Box. Check it out on Facebook, guys, if you get a chance for your Doctor Who fan. I'm going to have, uh, let me, t- uh, I have some vendors coming too. Mm-hmm. I have uh, Intergalactic Trading Company out of Orlando is going to be there. Which is phenomenal. That's yes. the first place, and actually, just to kind of hit back mm-hmm. on Star Trek sure. again, my original next-gen costume, which my mother made me, mm-hmm. she got the, the how to, the to make it, the pattern yeah. uh-huh. from them, yep. and not only the pattern from them, she bought me the actual pin yep. that you could pin on it from them. Because they were right down the street from where my grandmother lived in Orlando, and it was my special treat whenever yeah. I went to my grandmother's house that I could go to the Intergalactic Trading the owner, Company and look around. The owner there, Mike, he came to our first sci-fi event and who's a phenomenal guy. Yep, and then Donna, who helps him, is I've worked for her for years in the convention yeah. circuit. But She's it's gonna a it, sweet, sweet. It's heart. an all-day event. It's gonna yeah. start around eleven, and we're going to about nine, eight thirty, yeah. nine o'clock when the movie's over. But if you if you're looking for something fun to do, you've never been to a convention before, bring grand. Grandma, bring wifey, bring the kids, and have fun. There's going to be things going on all day. Wear your costume, cosplay. Yeah. Um, I really appreciate uh, uh, Johnny and Deuce for having us on the show, so we could plug a little bit. And I've I see I see visions. My metichlorines are, are tingling <laughs> in my head. These it's, guys are going to be big be one day. Phenomenal day, they're, the, man. You know, it, and they're going to be here. So uh, much fun. And you guys are going to be broadcasting live that day. You get to meet them. And broadcasting you might even, live, yep. Twitch streaming, hopefully Twitch streaming, maybe yep. cosplaying. Mm-hmm. We're going to be giving out free stuff. It's going to be it's going to be an amazing day. Like that oh, yeah. weekend is is not only is it booked <laughs> off. I took the Friday and the Sunday afterwards off because I'm it's glad you be brought Friday up. Let me tell yeah. about Friday. Barto does a thing called um, a, uh, a third Friday event. They call it Friday Fest, and they always kick off Sci-Fi Saturdays with this Friday Fest. There's going to be nice. costuming going on there, a tar- like cosplay uh, and yep, stuff like yep. that. And oh the tar- wow, Tardis so is going to be like there, like the pre-fest, if the you pre-fest, will. Yeah. And they, the sell, they sell beer on the street. Nice. Mm. Which will be available. Saturday I would not as well. like beer at all. Not that would all. be horrid. <laughs> <laughs> I would love for anyone in the sound of my voice in the internet, as you guys say, to come by and check it out. And uh, I'm really excited about it. Find us on Facebook. Um, you have any questions? And there's hotel accommodations. There are hotel accommodations yes. if you want to stay there as yes. well. We have a Holiday Inn Express in Bartow, and we have a Stay Inn and Suite, which is more of a motel, yeah. which is a little bit more budget-minded. Yeah. There's a bar there. There's a bar there. Oh, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> All kinds of food on Main that, that Street. That might be where the happy hour with Johnny and Deuce is staying for yep. the weekend, because yep. I'm already looking for Friday night and Saturday right. night plans. I'm booking it. Main Street go. Incorporated I've been working with for a couple for about a year and a half now, and they... There's some really great restaurants on Main Street that's going to be open. There's a seafood house called JFD's. Nice. There's a Mexican restaurant called the Hacienda. There's a German 
restaurant called Oktoberfest. And nice. if you guys oh, have never shit. had German food, it is awesome. German food is amazing, but oh, yeah. it's hard to get good German Abs- food. Absolutely. It, it's yeah. super hard. This lady is spot on. She's yeah. right out of a she is right out of a Mel Brooks movie, is all I can wow. tell you. So Frau Brooker ain't got nothing on this. That might be where we're having lunch. It's yeah, for sure. Because the patrons that come there are German. Yes. Yeah. Nice. Or Bartow or Polk County German people yeah. that sit there and sing the They'll German They'll sing songs. Nice. That's awesome. You think you're on Beer Fest or That's something. Awesome. You know? right. That's awesome. That's awesome. Oh, nice. It's awesome. But the really cool thing about these restaurants is they're all going to be showing episodes of either Star Trek or Doctor Who in their That's restaurant. Cool. That's and they'll very, have a, very And they'll have cool. a Star Trek themed menu or mm-hmm. a drink or whatever, you know. So yeah. that'd be something to check out. And I, re- again, appreciate you guys having us tonight. Oh, so. No worries, man. Yeah. We're, we're super, super excited to be coming. We're... At, I'm going to tell you right now, you, you can book it, you can write it down, it's on audio so they can hold me to it. I will be there Friday night, you can book it. Uh, All right. <laughs> John, Johnny, Johnny's got kids and a wife, so he can't make That's the plans fine. like I can. He can but, bring them, it's a yeah. family event. It is, yeah, it is a family event, but you can book it right now. I'm going to be there Friday night, and I'm definitely going to be there Saturday. I'm probably going to book a hotel room and stay the whole weekend, because man, I'll tell you what, we're, we're, we're doing it up big, because this is, this is going to be our second live event, which is huge. Uh, but not only that, you guys jumped on with us from day one. And, I love and, you guys. Yeah, man. It, for, I for consider real. y'all friends. Yeah, and, you know, and that's so. the most important thing. It's friends, and you know you got to have each other's backs on this kind you of thing. To. And and for sure, man, this sounds awesome, yep. and I'm so excited about it. And it's a free con. Holy crap. How much is it free. now for MegaCon? What is it, $45 a day? Second mortgage? you got to give half your, your yeah, kid's name away crazy. to them? Yeah, it's, it's like crazy. they've got to be, you know, Barkley slash uh, Megacon to be yeah. able to go to you the cons. Yeah. Ch- just check it out on on Facebook. There are some other conventions that are kind of copycatness a little bit. We're not mentioning, but yeah, yeah. Uh, we are free and come check us out. It's like I said, it's February. T- uh, weather's going to be fantastic. It's oh, on yeah, a it Saturday. Um, come on down, hang out in Bartow. It's a beautiful town if you've never been there. Always people tell me. I ain't going to Bartow unless you're going to jail or having to go to court, you know, because we uh, are our, our high school reunion our because school we're from Haines City High. So there you go. We do, uh-huh. our, yep, we do yeah. our high school reunion there. Cause do half you really? Of, yeah. yeah, because half of them are in the jail, so <laughs> it just makes it a whole lot easier. <laughs> but uh, it's a great town if you guys have never visited and check us out. And uh, again, you know, um, excited uh, to death about it. More things are going to be added. Check us out on Facebook. Yeah. So, you know. Yeah, tell your friends, and and we're gonna, you know, they have we will be promoting as well on our exactly. happy hour page and what's so, going on. But we are so so excited, and there's, I I can't wait because it, it, we can't we can't peel the 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 screen back. We can't say anything, but there's things that we know that you don't know that are so exciting that yep. make my eyeballs want to more is to come, more is yeah. to come. So more to come. it's oh, exciting. Man. So it's gonna be phenomenal. Yep. Wow. So Sean, yes, Serdinsky, and Lois Lane. We appreciate you guys taking time out of your busy schedules to join us on the happy hour with Johnny and Deuce. Yes, sir. Remember, February 21st, it is the best thing you'll do in the start of the 2015. For sure. Remember. Remember. (laughs) So, and uh, as always, when you're talking about the happy hour with Johnny and Deuce, there are two hashtags that you should put in. When you're talking about us, it is hashtag happy, happy hour, hour podcast, podcast and, and hashtag, hashtag deuces on the loose. Later. See ya.